So tell us, what are your two truths and one lie? Okay. So my first one is my daughter pushes me past my limits, like jumping out of an airplane. My second one is that I traveled to Spain for a week solo. My third one is that I have eight siblings. Welcome to a whole lot of shift podcast, the podcast for multi-passionate women with an entrepreneurial spirit, where we provide inspiration, motivation, and education to help you shift away from all the shoulds and supposed tos to what's truly possible for you in your business and your life, all on your own terms. You ready, girl? Let's make shift happen. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Whole Lot of Shift. Today I have with us Mary Louise. Mary Louise is a certified health and life coach, yoga instructor, Reiki, aromatouch practitioner. She does a little bit of everything health and wellness related. I am so excited to have her on the show today. I have known Mary Louise for a few years now and we've been involved in several programs together and I think you guys are really going to enjoy learning more about her and learning about her story. So Mary Louise, welcome to the show. Thank you. So glad to be here and be able to share my expertise and all of those interests that I have, like you mentioned. <laughs> yes. No, I'm excited to have you. So as I said, Mary Louise is a certified health and life coach, but really she does so much more than that. This is one of the things that I love about having multi-passionate guests on the show is because it really just goes to prove and show that there are many facets of you. You have many passions in life and you don't just have to do one thing and have just only one specialty. And I think Mary Louise is the perfect example of that as she encompasses so many things health and wellness related. So Mary Louise, I'll give you an opportunity. Would you introduce yourself to the audience? Awesome. Yes, definitely. Yeah. As you said, that's part of the beauty of having your own business and kind of going on your own journey is then you get to take your clients with you and you get to go down paths or, you know, detours or sad roads, whatever you want to call them in your journey and try out different things that resonate with you that seem, you know, something that would be of interest. And that's exactly what's happened for me is as I've, you know, tried different things and discovered things, it's like, oh, I want to learn more about that. And then when you learn more, if it really resonates and you want to be able to then offer that to your clients, it's like, oh, I want to get certified in that or, you know, be able to understand further how I can take it from just being about me to passing that on to my clients, helping them with their wellness journey, whether it be physically with nutrition interests or then with the mindset piece and things that can help with like the energy and overcoming all of that negative energy that tends to come at us day to day, just being in the world. And so just being able to offer then that well-rounded opportunity of different things to my clients and to be able to serve them the best that I can. Yes. Oh, man, I love that. Okay, well, there was a few things here that I already want to dive into. But before we get started, are you going to play Two Truths and a Lie? I am. It's such a fun game. I've enjoyed it with you, the other people that you've featured and like going, do I know what's the, what the lie is and what's not really them? So yeah, definitely. All right. All right. So tell us, what are your 
Two truths and one lie. Okay. So my first one is my daughter pushes me past my limits, like jumping out of an airplane. My second one is that I traveled to Spain for a week solo. My third one is that I have eight siblings. All right. Oh, those are good. Jumping out of a plane. If, if that's true, you're way better than me. I'm not doing that. Look. All right. All right. So, Mary Louise, tell me a little bit about your story. Like, tell me the story of how, what was the moment or what happened? Where were you when you realized, hey, I kind of want to take my passion for all things health and wellness and actually turn it into a business? So for me, my journey began with my personal health journey and my daughter was in middle school. I was mid thirties and noticing that my body was changing and things that were more toned naturally just from being in the world and doing all the things, they weren't continuing to be that way as I aged. And so my journey began with my personal journey of health. And for me, it wasn't necessarily a weight thing. Again, it was more that toning and wanting to age well, wanting to be a good role model for my daughter as she grew up in the world and seeing all of those things in society of, you know, the magazine covers and the the weight loss and this and that and the diets and the restriction and all those things that we see. <laughs> and so I wanted to kind of, you know, pave the way, create the path to be able to show her a better way and one that's more sustainable and long term, you know, that you can live with. And so I did that for myself. And what I discovered is it didn't have to be that hard. It didn't have to be depriving yourself with diets and spending hours at the gym unless you want to but it got to be easier and for me I was like well all the women of the world and men too but you know my heart is especially for women and moms but it's like everybody needs to know that it gets to be easier it doesn't have to be what the magazine covers tell us that lose 10 pounds in a week and you know, that that we know is in deprivation and, you know, living like you don't want to live on a regular basis. And it's like, why set yourself up for that? Why not set yourself up for something that you can live with and is sustainable and you can continue going forward? So again, it was my personal journey and then just that passion for other moms and wanting to to kind of guide them and say, hey, let me show you an easier way, a more sustainable way to to achieve this goal. Yeah. No, I I love that. It's so it's so true. I know, I mean, even for me, like when I was considering my business, it was more about whatever I had gone through with my journey and figuring out, man, I just want every other woman to know what this feels like. Like how amazing this is and that like if I can help other women achieve that, Oh my God, that'd be like the best thing in the world. It, so it's definitely, I, yeah, a passion and out of love. It's not, you know, income motivated or, you know, the money that I can make and things like that. It's because you, because we love and, you know, want to help others. So definitely, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, even if it is about some of the money that you can make, because of course, 
we all have to survive. Like, we can't just do everything for free. But you know what? That That's okay too, right? Like it it becomes, and I had to learn this, I know even for me in my own weight loss journey or even self-development journey, at some point, you do need to invest in yourself by investing in a mentor or a coach or whatever it is, because that's what's going to help you help get you there. So there's nothing wrong with that money exchange either. But I agree, like it's still just the bottom line is is that passion. Yeah, so definitely. I, and as we like you that. touched on, as we both know, it's the the investment creates your investment in what you're doing and the results and the goals. And because, you know, if something's free, there's a lot less of investment, both literally and figuratively, into what it is that you're doing. And so there's a definite difference in the results that you tend to see when somebody is investing in themselves versus just passively participating in something that's free. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, of course, because we know each other. So I know that while you've been in this space for a few years now, one of the things that I'm always sharing with my audience is that the journey is not completely linear. It's not like you show up one day and you're like, I'm going to launch this business. And then everything just perfectly aligns in this perfect little timeline. It's actually just like your health and fitness, right? Like, it's not completely linear. There's bumps and hills and valleys and all the things. So tell us, share with us, if you will, just a little bit about what that's been like. Like as you've tried to navigate, hey, am I, yes, I say this is my passion, but is this what I want to make a business out of? And, and what has it been like to navigate that? Yeah, it's definitely been a windy path and, you know, trying different things because, I, yeah, I told another coach friend the other day that there's a bunch of different ways to do a coaching business and all of them work. And it just depends on the person, what resonates with them, what they, you know, are invested in emotionally. And there's so much power in our emotions and our energy that we put into it. And yeah, so for me, I have a long history in the financial industry. And so I came out of that into coaching full time. And then, you know, there were there have been times where I've had like part time work within that realm. And, you know, so it's it's beneficial to to be able I mean, we have to support our family. We have to keep the bills paid. Right. And so in the process of the navigating and figuring out what resonates with you, how you want to offer your products, do you want to do like one-to-one coaching, group coaching, smaller items and things like that? And so in that process, you know, you're trying something and launching an opportunity or a product or service, and then you get to go, okay, that worked, but did it feel good? Is that really what I want to be and who I want to be in my business? And, you know, just kind of try out different things and figure out what resonates and works for you. And it's it's not always easy. You know, sometimes it can be very frustrating, but you have to keep your your vision on like that long term goal. And what is my purpose? What is my passion? What is my why? And, you know, in the coaching world, we talk about that a lot. And it's just like keeping that in front of you like an affirmation to keep you going yeah. forward and you know this is this is why I'm doing what I'm doing every day and you know 
And when things do work and they feel good and they resonate and you have your high energy, it's like, yeah, this, this is why, this is what I, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And this is what I want it to feel like. And that feeling is amazing and so much better than anything else where you're just doing a job just to pay the bills. It's that passion right. when everything comes into alignment and you're like, yes, you know, it, this, this is it. So yeah, definitely. Yep. That, that's amazing. And, and even to your point, I see as you've gone through that journey, the beauty of it is you've ventured into other things that can also work for your business and for your client as you've kind of navigated, hey, what do, what do I want to do? What, what do I want to do to make sure I'm still bringing in the income that I need? But also, what else do I want to incorporate into my business? So tell us a little bit about that, because I know I read off that while you're a coach, you also do yoga. What, what are some of the things that you've added to your services now? So like you just mentioned, I offer yoga and that it can be in person or virtual. I offer in person at a local fitness studio. And again, that's in person. It's all the yoga that I do is very beginner directed because then that person, if they know the next level, like let's say a tree pose, for example, if I'm instructing to the beginner, and that person knows the next level or the more advanced post, they can do that and get into that. Whereas if I'm teaching to the beginner, anybody can take my class and they can, you know, learn and know this is the pose, this is the positioning, things like that. And I also offer that online virtually via Zoom. So that's been really fun to integrate into the like fitness piece of what I do, because so often people think, oh, you're a coach, so you're a personal trainer. And I'm like, no, 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 nor do I want to be a personal trainer, at least at <laughs> this point in my journey, you know, never say never. Right. But so far, that bug has not hit me that I want to like spot somebody lifting weights. And to me, that's a big responsibility and liability. So again, my route with the fitness piece has been working with the yoga and being able to instruct that. And it's so beneficial to everybody, no matter if you're an athlete, if you're not, because it's working with flexibility and mobility and strength. And as you age, your balance, your you know mobility and all of that is very important. So that's one piece. Um, I also am Reiki certified and that is energy healing. That's working with the chakras of the body. And, you know, often we all feel kind of like scattered and like our energy is all over the place or maybe we have a physical issue and we just know and just have this instinct that it has to do with our energy and that our energy is out of alignment which is causing us to be out of alignment so the beautiful thing with reiki is it's working with the energy that is, exists all around us and when that energy comes into your body it notices and can recognize where you're most benefited for it to go and to, to heal you, if you will. And so that's the cool thing with energy work is it knows and we don't, we don't necessarily direct it ourselves. It goes to where it's going to be most beneficial to you. And sometimes if, if it, if a person says, oh, I have this ache in my knee and I really want the energy to go redirected there or they have another request or something within their body and they go, 
well, I didn't really feel a change there, but I felt it somewhere else. Then maybe they would need to have multiple like weekly sessions, you know, week to week so that as they progress and, and, you know, that energy goes to where it needs to go, then it's eventually going to hit that spot that they recognized where it, where they both most wanted to be helped and served. So that's Reiki and energy healing. Again, it works with the chakras. And then I also do aroma touch, which is through the doTERRA essential oils. And that is applying essential oils to the back and then the bottoms of the feet. And that works with the aroma of the oils and working with your body and kind of bringing that calming and that centering back to your body. I can do the Reiki from a distance, but with the aroma touch, it has to be in person. And so when someone, if somebody wants to do that session, I can do that and Reiki in one session. So they get the aroma healing plus the energy healing. And it just comes together very beautifully to kind of serve the whole body with energy and aroma and bringing that centering together. So it's really cool. And and it just, it's, again, it's such a passion of mine. And it's like, yeah, you know, we're talking about all these things and how they work in our lives. And it's like, why not just bring that to ourselves to help us be the best version of ourselves that we can be? Right. Yeah. No, I, I love that. And I love that I've enjoyed watching, like, as you learn more about these things, and you realize that, hey, this could not only help me, but also my clients, then you do take the next step to either enhance your learning, become certified, whatever that is to really improve upon your own skill set. That's so that's awesome. Uh, and then I know recently you've held some bigger like community type events for women. That's super exciting. Yes, that's been really cool. And it came about just through conversation. And it's like, well, yeah, I can do that, you know, and that has been just bringing women together in a positive community, because I think especially as women, we've all been through those experiences where we're, you know, maybe with girlfriends and there's a, this negativity and there's this like cattiness and, you know, talking about others and it just doesn't feel right. And you just kind of go and like, it's like I should have just stayed home because it's like you leave that atmosphere going, I just feel heavy and I feel like I don't really feel like I was lightened and had a positive experience. And so I create I've created started creating these monthly events where it's being able to bring together women that want that positive atmosphere. They want to create community with other women that are growth-minded and want to be able to support one another. And, you know, I'm creating these once-a-month events for them to get together. But then the hope is that then they form friendships and they go on to do other things, you know, and activities and hobbies and things like that. But it's being able to create the experience and the opportunity for them to get to know one another, where in other instances in life, they may not have connected. Right, right. And community is so important just in the overall, in your overall experience as, especially if you are working on your health and wellness. I know that's something that I always promote is even if, even if you're doing something like some online classes, if it incorporates some type of, whether it be some kind of online community, it doesn't matter what it is, but being with others who have similar goals 
health so much. It's so important. Definitely. And in my coaching, I promote that community and that accountability. And it's like you said, I have experienced it too in training programs where there's little teams for accountability that are created within the big group. And it's just the power in that community and that accountability and just kind of being a sounding board for one another and a motivator when we kind of get, you know, caught up and, you know, struggling to keep the momentum. It's that community that helps you continue to go, okay, this is my goal for myself. This is, you know, what I want to do over this next week and just creating that accountability and community to, to cheer for one another is so key. It is. It is. It's, it's really, it's, it's the game changer, I think, for the whole experience. So I love that you're also starting to just create just other events outside of your regular coaching. I think that's really amazing. So now that you've figured out a little bit about, hey, I don't have to just have this one thing, which I can only do this one way, right? Like everybody always tries to preach that maybe their business model is the best business model and it's what everybody should do, but that may or may not be true for you. So you figured that out. But if you, if you could go back in time and start from the beginning, what would you do differently if you were going to start from scratch? I would have hired a one-to-one coach sooner to help me really hone in on me and, and to help quiet some of that outside noise. Because when you get into the world of entrepreneurship, you spend so much time looking side to side. What are they doing? How are they doing it? What are they doing? And how are they doing it? And then it gets very overwhelming. And I I know for me, at least, it's been a journey of trusting my intuition and learning what feels good for me, what resonates with me. And again, some of that is just trial and error. But it's that, again, back to the accountability, like we talked about, it's having someone that has been on where you are similarly on, a, on that path that can say, okay, these are your options here. Like this, this is your fork in the road. You get to choose this path or this path or this path. What feels good to you instinctively, immediately, like right now, you know, what, what feels good in your gut and just being able to, to begin to navigate that. And, and then again, somebody that says, don't look side to side, put those blinders on, right? Just keep going forward and, you know, do what feels good to you, what is working and just keep that momentum going. Because man, when you start looking side to side and what everybody else is doing and trying to do all the things that everybody else is doing, because if you're watching four different people and trying to do the things that those four people are doing, all four of those Mm -hmm. people are doing that one thing and you're trying to do four and you're going to get burnt out and Uh be exhausted and not know what your way is because you're doing everybody else's. So definitely figuring out, you know, it would be working to find a way to understand and maybe better comprehend what way is my way and just doing that and not feeling like you have to do all the things because the majority of them work. But if you're trying to do all the things, you're going to burn yourself out and you're you're going to either not have created any momentum or lose all the momentum you created because then you have nothing left to give. 
So energy management is key. (laughs) It is so key. The timing of this is so perfect, too, because I had a message from a friend, you know, just this morning, we were talking about this exact same thing. And she was trying so hard to stay in her own lane and do exactly what you said. Don't look side to side. But what had happened was some connections of hers, they were looking side to side and looking at what she was doing and then provided some feedback that I have my own opinion. It was a little mean girl energy, if you ask me. But 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 here's the thing. It's going to happen, right? It can happen. And this is why it's so important to make sure you protect your own energy at all costs and that you do have that support system and accountability system in place and and that you know for yourself, you know what? Hey, I know I'm staying in my own lane and I'm not looking side to side. It sounds like somebody else is not following that advice, right. you know, and being able to set that boundary, right? It's so key. So it's so funny that you brought that up today because just experience that today. Man, that's a great that's a great piece of advice. Normally, so I know that was two separate questions. I know you said you would if you had to start all over, you would start sooner with one on one coaching. But I think that's a great piece of advice for anybody, regardless of where they're at in their business. Right. Like stay in your own lane. Don't worry so much about what the competition is doing when you try and do that or try to create with the competition. And I use competition in air quotes, because especially if you're in a service based industry, I think that's just a loose term anyways, because. Your only competitor really is yourself. But anyways, yeah, that's such that's that's just a valuable piece to to take away. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and to, you know, what that's where that coach can come into play to help you kind of keep yourself in check with are you listening mm-hmm. to you or are you listening to that noise? So yeah. Right? Yes, that noise. And we forget too, like oftentimes if somebody is upset that something is occurring. It's probably more about them and not about you. Yes. Not about you. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and that's, I've had some attacks with the, with the, you know, energy work and things that are, that I do that are different than mainstream. And when, when people don't understand it, then they go into the attack and that's where you have to go. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's about you and your misunderstanding or, you know, lack of education, whatever, if you will. And that's not about me. You know, I know I'm a good person and that my what I do with coaching comes from a place of love and desire for others to, you know, do better and be better for themselves. And it's like your hate is not about me. That's about you and your, again, lack of information or understanding. And I'm sorry. (laughs) Right? I forgot about that. Yeah. So Mary Louise has experienced a little bit of internet hate. And, you know, I also think that's so easy to receive because when you're behind a computer and a keyboard, you know, it's amazing what people will say. Versus and that they so had to managing tell you to your face. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. So managing your space and your energy and keeping that boundary is so important. And having that support system to help you through that is is really crucial. So, gosh, that's that's a great that's a great tip. And I also want to say, even because I do want to bring this back to your line of work, and I can safely say it's so important to maintain that in your health journey as well, because a million people are going to come out to you. Well, well, but did you try this diet or did you try this trainer or did you try this or that? And it's all going to come at you. And and there's just so much feedback. (laughs) 
it's important to just stay. Don't look side to side. And the other thing, don't, you can't show up in your health journey going, well, this person seems to have more progress than I, I have right now. Or this person's able to do like, nope, this is you and your body and your experience. Right. Definitely. And what works for somebody else might not work for you. And yeah, it's your body and your time, your stress. I mean, stress can be such a big factor when it comes to, you know, losing weight, if that's the goal or, you know, increasing your strength and things like that. And so, yeah, it's very individual. And that's one of the things that I focus on with my clients. It's like you said, there's this trainer and that, and it's like, okay, what, what do you enjoy? How do you want to get in your exercise? And you know, for those that watch my stories, I am all over the place with exercise. You know, I have a spin bike that I love. I have a trainer that I go to probably a couple times a week. I have streaming videos that I can do from home that I love. I love to hike and be outdoors. And yeah, so yeah, for me, I do all kinds of different exercise. And that's what I promote with my clients is it's like, you don't have to pick one thing. You don't have to go to the right. gym. You don't have to go out and run, but get yourself a, a menu, if you will, of different things that you want to try and do. And if you have a significant other and kids, well, let's talk about and brainstorm things you all can do together or, you know, things you can do by yourself. And so create kind of that bucket list or menu of, okay, this is what I want to try. This is what I want to do. And you know, certain things outside, it's going to have to be weather appropriate. So maybe that's your summertime activities or, you know, if it's skiing, it could be a wintertime activity. And so, yeah, it's important to, you know, you can hear what other people are saying, but you get to pick, you get to try, you get to, you know, go, okay, well, that worked, that didn't work because then within nutrition, there's food sensitivities, there's, you know, certain ways of dieting, if you will, that work for some that might not work for you. And so it's just about being curious and having fun with it and trying different things. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty too with life is there's so many opportunities in so many different ways. And you just get to try out different things and see, does it feel good? Does it work? If it doesn't work, let it go and move on, you know? Right? Yeah. Oh, I love that. So both, both Mary Louise and I over the past year at different, at different times, because we're, we're located in different states, but for each of us, we did try pole dancing this year as a ex or pole. What is it? Pole, pole fit. fitness. Sorry. Right. Pole fitness. Sorry. Sorry. With not dancing on any kind of stage anywhere. This was pole fitness to be perfectly clear. But so I had tried it a few months back and then Mary Louise said she was going to try it. And I was like, it is, it's, it's fun. I mean, it is fun as hell, but it is so much harder than you think it is. Definitely. Yeah. It's the, the upper body strength. And then for me, it was the mental game of my upper body can hold my whole body. And I was just like, all right. And it was just, it was that like trusting and lifting my feet that was like, I yes, can do this. I can do this. I know I can, but yeah, it was a big mental and physical. Yes. Wow. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. I never, I did not expect that. I don't know if you expected that, no. but I did not. Like yeah. you said, you, so think, you think about like the, the dancing part and it's like, oh, this is going to be 
And it's going to be like a dance party with the girlfriends. And it's like, oh, no, not that at all. <laughs> this is not it. It's like, oh, crap. I got to lift my body on this thing. And then what? Like hang on it. And... Yeah. Oh, my God. But it was oh. so fun when the pole was unlocked and would like spin and I was able to spin. I was like, I felt like a kid again. I had such a good time with yes. that. It was like, this fun. <laughs> Well, it was fun until until the pole goes out of control and you're still fitting and then you're like, it's a blast. If you're listening to this show and you haven't tried pole fitness, just give it a try. Grab some girlfriends and go because it's it's a blast. And talk about a confidence builder, too. I have to say, like, that was one of the things that I heard about. I think every girl in the class was it, there was actually several moms who were there and they had all commented like they enjoyed going to that class once or twice a week just because it was that extra boost of confidence, that moment for them to feel confident in their body and just move with the flow and whatever. And it's so much fun. Yeah, definitely. Anyway. And and that's one of those things. Yeah, I say it in my yoga class because you never know what your body's going to do or want to do. And it's no expectations, no judgments. And it's just have fun with it. Mm -hmm. And just like applaud yourself for moving your body and getting your heart rate up and just embrace whatever is that day. Because again, like I said, like with yoga, you know, your right side may be able to do something and your left side can't or can't as well as it did the last time you did the class. And it's like, you know what? It's fine. Give yourself credit for showing up and for moving your body. Because there's so many people in the world that don't. And so mm. just be proud of yourself for showing up. And, and you know, again, like with the pole fitness, just have fun with it. Such a blast. So fun. <laughs> it is. It is. It's so much fun. Okay. So I know that we've been chatting, but I haven't forgotten. I am ready to get to your two truths and a lie. Okay. okay so if I remember right, they were... That your daughter pushes you above your limits, meaning like jumping out of an airplane. It's a little wild to me, but uh, or oh dang it, I already forgot the next one. I traveled to Spain for a week solo. Oh, solo. I don't know about the solo piece. And what was the other one? That I have eight siblings. Okay, I'm going to say that. I want to say you. I mean, I bet you went to Spain. I just don't think you went completely solo. I'm going to say you did not go to Spain solo. That is correct. But I did go to Spain for a week and had an amazing time. And it has actually led to one of my like dream board ambitions of going back, but going back for Ooh. like three months so that I can get the experience of like somebody that lives there and being part of the community and that atmosphere. And it was so cool. It was just, they were just laid back, chill, and their dinner is like our bedtime and their nights just go on. And it's just all about community and people being together. And they, you know, they do the siesta in the afternoon where the business closes at lunchtime. And it might not open and back up until two or three, or it might not open back up at all for the rest of the day. And so that week in Spain, it just, it was my, it gave me the Spain bug of like, I want to go back, but not for a week. I want to go back for a month and to be able to just be in the society and the community 
there in Spain. Oh, that's awesome. That's so awesome. Okay, so you flew out of a plane then? That must mean that's true? Yes. So when my daughter turned 18, right at a year ago, her one of her desires for her 18th birthday was to jump out of a plane. And so she invited me and her dad to do it. So the three of us jumped out of, as people tell me, a perfectly good airplane and did <laughs> skydiving. And that was great. My favorite part was after the parachute pulls and you're just kind of floating and you're upright and you're just like looking around. And it's such a different viewpoint of the world than you get any other way. Even it's even different than like being up in an airplane. While that's really cool, it just being out in the air is just, oh, it's it's a cool experience. And I'm so glad that she pushed me and my limits to do it. And, you know, when you're tandem, there's a high probability that you're perfectly safe and that nothing's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know that I would ever do it solo, but tandem was a great time. And I would definitely do that again. So much fun. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. I will have to take your word for it. <laughs> I already I already passed out the minute that you said you were just floating and the parachute was not yet let yet done, done. I would be one of those people, you know, you've seen those videos where people are on roller coaster rides and they've like passed out like their tongue saying, that's me. That's me. I'm tandem like that. <laughs> Your person would totally be carrying you all the way to the ground. You'd be carrying me all the way. You'd have to pay for the video so that you could actually like see what happened. <laughs> right? Because I won't know what happened. Exactly. You have blackout and this so that i get to watch it and experience it a second time like it's my first right exactly (laughs) oh that's so freaking funny oh man okay so i this has been an absolute blast i am so glad to have you back on the show so funny story me and mary louise had recorded another episode at one other time and we were like was cool but didn't want to redo it and then we were both like yeah let's redo it so let's have this this is a re-recording right let's talk again but this one and totally different too i don't know right just a good day i mean you know that's when you get two friends that are chatting about what we do and what we're passionate about and and life also the eight siblings i so i have oh yeah (laughs) I have one biological sibling and then my parents adopted three that are now my adopted siblings and then they did foster care. So over the years growing up at, at, you know, points in time, there were a total of eight of us and it was it was always interesting and never a dull moment. But I always had somebody to kind of be my buddy and keep me company and Sometimes get me into trouble, but you know, that's all part of growing up. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a very large family, but it's great. Did you, that's so, I'm always interested when people come from large families, then did you want to have a large family of your own after experiencing that as a kid? So as I was younger, I thought I did. And then, you know, as you get older, you're like, Maybe it's better to have less. And so I have one biological mm-hmm. daughter and then, um, you know, stepchildren. But 
yeah, it's in it, it was such, as I said earlier about like my daughter pushing my limits, it's been so cool to have that relationship with her and have her, you know, be my only biological because she's really pushed me and created kind of who I have been then in adulthood because of me and her being focused and doing different things and enjoying travels and life together. I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so Mary Louise, if for our audience members, how can they, how could they get in touch with you? Where can they find you? So I'll be sure to give you the links to put in the show notes, but book is a great place to find me. I'm under my name, Mary Louise Rose, and I have a Facebook page, Mary Louise Coaching. I also have a free Facebook group where people can join me, get some of that accountability, maybe step a little closer and see what my health coaching is really about and, you know, all the things that I offer on Instagram as well. And, you know, like many of us dabbling some with like TikTok and things like that. So, but definitely Facebook, Instagram and other things may be evolving as time goes. Awesome. Awesome. Good. And yes, I'll be sure to to put those links into the show notes so that you guys can get in touch with her. What about, do you have any other, I know you've been in like a accountability challenge in your group recently. Mm -hmm. So I love that that opportunity is available for someone who might be entering your world. So I would definitely say go follow Mary Louise on Facebook if you can, because she is regularly offering events. If you're local to her, she's, she's regularly doing something in person. But she does a lot of things online as well. And you'll have the the opportunity then to take part in some of those challenges or mm-hmm. or get connected with her. And I know that Mary Louise does discovery session calls as well. So yes, I always have something way. going on. So connect with me, Facebook, Instagram, and I'll definitely be sure and keep you updated with what I have going on and opportunities to to interact with me. And, you know, like like you said, free accountability challenges, things like that. I love a good tracker where you can write down your goal, you can check the box or sticker it or whatever. Mm. And so, yeah, I'm doing different things like that, whether it's overall goals, water tracking, because water is so important. And yeah, just helping people on their health journey to be the best version of themselves. I love it. Yes, that's so awesome. All right, well... Mary Louise, it has been such a pleasure. This has been such a fun episode. I'm so glad we decided to redo this. So thank you for coming on as a guest. And thank you listeners for tuning in for another week. And until next time, keep making Shift happen. Hey, Shifters. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of A Whole Lot of Shift. If you heard something today that inspired you or resonated with you, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review to help others as well. Your review helps me give as much motivation and inspiration as I possibly can. And don't forget, you can catch all the outtakes, bonuses, special live stream interviews, and much more over at a whole lot of shift Facebook group. Until next time, keep making shift happen.